0: Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code program.
1: When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog but that doesn't worry us. At Messen Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500, or visit us online at MessaLaw.com. Messen Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Go to get your game on.
2: E-A-G-L-E-S,
0: Eagles. Eagles fans, welcome back to another edition of Football 24-7. I'm your guy, Tone DeShills II, and I'm joined by none other than our Philadelphia Eagles insider, John McMullen. Make sure you guys smash that like button, and also make sure you guys are please subscribed to the Jacob Sports YouTube channel, and on top of that, Make sure you guys always check out my man McMullen on Burge 365 with his partner in crime, Jordan McDonald. He doing they do an amazing job from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Time, covering your Philadelphia Eagles, giving you the objective perspective. And that's what we always appreciate from John. He always gives us the, the, the nitty the nitty-gritty, um, in spite of any emotion. And we appreciate that because I'm the emotional one in this, you know, on the show. I'm 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 the passionate one, right? I'm gonna give you the the, the the fan pseudo-enthusiast uh, perspective, and John's going to give you um, the straight-up perspective, no chaser, straight shot, no chaser, so I appreciate John for always doing this thing. John, how are you feeling, my friend?
2: I'm doing well. Still having some internet issues, a lot of storms here in South Jersey. You're safely ensconced in Texas, so... <laughs> Uh, you missed
0: it we had a storm a couple days ago a little bit of a sideways you know storm it it got a little tricky
2: yeah well hopefully uh hopefully everything starts clearing up but still a lot of people uh, uh even across town where i live don't have power so it could be worse
0: definitely definitely and i appreciate you for uh managing to take the time out to work with me today um in spite of your circumstances so let's get right to it let's not waste any time eagles fans um Eagles versus Buccaneers, uh, the wild card matchup that we've all been waiting for. Um, But it's a situation where most people, most fans aren't that optimistic or they aren't (coughs) as optimistic as they once were. Um, Obviously, they kind of, the Eagles limped into the playoffs. Um, Many questions, many concerns, uh, many unknowns when it comes to this team. John, uh, what's the overall temperature of this Philadelphia Eagles team uh, at the Notre Gate complex?
2: Um, you know, we finally got in there today. It was interesting. They had a walkthrough uh, schedule today. They changed it to a practice, in a, 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 which, you know, last time they did that, uh, they claimed it was no big deal. Um, And all of a sudden we found out on game day that they changed uh, defensive play callers. So, you know, the antenna kind of raised uh, what's going on. Uh, this time, other than obviously this is a struggling football team going into the playoffs, but uh, yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts was limited in practice, talked to us about his fingers, said probably wasn't a good idea to go back in that game. Um, maybe a little bit more banged up than uh, people were assuming, uh, and we'll see how things shaped out. But I, I got to tell you, you know, I, I think Tampa's, the worst team in the playoffs overall maybe pittsburgh you could argue over on the afc side from a talent perspective i'm talking about so mm-hmm. from that situation it's a good good matchup but all of a sudden Bree blankenship wasn't able to practice today aj brown wasn't able to practice today so you know if you tuned into birds 365 this morning i was pretty confident the eagles were going to win the game I've gotten less competent after seeing that practice report, and uh, who was available now? Still early. Games on Monday have the extra day. I certainly expect everybody to be out there. Uh, Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Reed Blankenship. But are they going to be a hundred percent? That that's that's the bigger issue, and uh, got a lot of questions after today.
0: I mean. No one's going to be hundred percent, right, John? You know, this is the the NFL at this point in the season. Everyone's bandaged up. Uh, You know, they got you know they have some kind of sling helping them get from point A to point B, whatever it is. um, These guys are true.
2: That's true, but this is more than that. So you're right. At this time of year, everybody's banged up, but these guys are legitimately injured, um, and they're going to try to fight through it. um, And that's a concern to me. That's a concern that. Could be an issue. And obviously, if you don't have number one, your quarterback at an optimal level. And certainly, you know, Marcus Mariota was taking some reps with the first team because Jalen was limited. So that's that's not good. That's not good.
0: How do you think that impacts the game plan? How do you think that impacts uh, what they try to accomplish in Tampa Bay? Um, You know, let's just you know, let's just start there.
2: Well, if you can't throw the football because of your finger, you can't throw the football. So, I mean, that's it's becoming a bigger issue than I thought. Let's put it that way. So um, we got to wait and see um, where he is, but it's a middle finger on his throwing hands. Everybody saw it. Um, You know, the quote today from Jalen, I'll pull it up real quick, was, Um, obviously leaving that game and attempting to go back in that game probably wasn't physically the best idea. Um, he had a, he had a glove on his right hand. He, you know, we're, we're only in there for uh, a very short period of time, but in that short period of time, I saw him throw the football once in a, in a ball security drill. And it was about four feet to one of the other quarterbacks. Um. And he, I, I mean, if he can't throw the football, that changes everything.
0: Mm. This Philadelphia Eagles team has been going through many trials and tribulations, especially over the past several weeks—not um, just injury-related, but um, the ups and downs with the, um, you know, with the production um, or the inconsistent production, however you want to slice it. Um, questions starting to arise amongst the coaching staff about guys and their, you know, they're qualified. And it's just, it's just it's just been an overall rough go of it for the Philadelphia Eagles. You couple this with falling out of favor in the conference. Now you're a wild card team. Speak on just how far this team has fallen and where they are as compared to where they were and and in, in the team that we thought they would be coming into the season.
2: Well, the expectations, I mean, you know, I, I don't know I, I picked them to win 12 games. they won 11. Um, you know for the I, I think the 10 and one start um, got people a little bit too hyped up, which is kind of ironic because everybody during that 10 and 1 start was complaining about style points and they weren't winning the right way. Uh, but they were pretty fired up. Uh, uh, despite that, evidently, um, but you don't expect it, you know. I said if if they started seven and three and finished with 11 wins, I think it would be better than that 10 and one start and then collapsing down the stretch would have been the same record, but people would have felt a a little bit better about
0: it. It's kind of like Buffalo, right? They kind of were six and six at one point, they just caught fire.
2: Yeah, and and so they go in hot. You want to go in hot. I'm I'm not downplaying that. The Eagles aren't playing well. I mean, I I think they should be Tampa. But again, you know, if guys That's, are healthy enough to play,
0: should is the operative word. Should is the operative word because you look at this team on paper; they're clearly better than Tampa Bay. It's so no question. Yeah, but, exactly. But overall, has and play, you talk
2: about me being honest, Slay, Slays honest and. He said it might be good today for the Eagles to be on the road. Uh, I, you know, he said they get the booing fast in Philly. Don't need the booze. I, I mean, so
0: from his perspective, um, interesting. I didn't think about it from that perspective. Yeah, could this road uh, game actually work in their favor because they're playing under under less pressure amongst their own? Interesting.
2: I think it could against Tampa, but the problem is, you know. You don't want to play three games on the road, and that's where they are. Um, they made the Super Bowl twice in six years. They didn't play a road game. There's mm-hmm. a correlation to that. So, I think it could help them in the short term. Uh, long term, I don't think it's going to be helpful. Um, and and you know, if your expectations were the Super Bowl again, they're probably going to end up underachieving. Um, and 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 it was a you know, it was a disappointing um end to the regular season. There's no way to shake that. But I, I wonder if they won the Arizona game, they won the Seattle game, if they would have won those two games, not against good teams, they should have won those two games, but they're both one score games. They had an opportunity to win. They came up just short. I think even people would have been a little bit better had they won those two particular games. Without but,
0: question. Without question, yeah. John, if, if they win, if they beat the Cardinals, right? If they beat the Giants the second time, I, I, I I'm willing, I'm willing to bet. Well, I'm not even counting that... the
2: Giants game because that was they didn't even show up in that game. They right. had a and, chance, but, okay, they had a chance
0: to win Seattle and right, and right, Arizona. right. Right, exactly. That's what I meant to add into the Seattle game. Excuse me. Um, the Seattle game, you win those games. The city, everyone, even us as people who digest the game. We're looking at this team totally different. Yet we see a team who who's struggling to beat the bad teams, struggling to beat teams that aren't even in the playoffs. They lost their, their final three losses came against teams that are not in the playoffs. And just coming at you from the Eagles' perspective, the Eagles fan perspective, right? I'm supposed to believe that this team can go into Tampa. And when under these current circumstances, yeah, I'm a little
2: surprised how scared uh, some of the fan bases of Tampa. I mean, if you can't beat Tampa, no, I don't think think it's about Tampa though, John. Well, I I think yeah, I I don't, I don't don't think it's about. I, from my perspective, I don't think it's about the Eagles. I, you know, Tampa's so bad they should be able to beat them. That's not a playoff team. That's not a legitimate playoff team. Like all NFL teams, they have really good players. Antoine Winfield Jr. is a tremendous, tremendous player. One of my favorite players in the NFL. Mike Evans is going to the Hall of Fame. They have good players. Every NFL team has good players. You saw the New York Giants with Saquon Barkley, Dexter Lawrence, Gabon Thibodeau. Even the worst teams have good players. You saw it in Arizona with Kyler and John Connor and Buda Baker making plays. It's not like college. Everybody's got good players. But, look, if you can't beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in in a playoff game, you deserve to go home. I mean –
0: do me a favor really quickly. Do me a favor, John, and you bring up a good point. If you can't beat the Buccaneers in the playoffs, you deserve to go home, absolutely, rightfully. So let me ask you this question. Rank these four teams, one being the best, four being the worst. Seattle, Arizona, Giants, Tampa.
2: Uh, Seattle's the best, Uh, 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 Tampa the second best, Uh, Arizona Giants um, are the worst. Uh, Giants are the worst because of the quarterback situation. Although, you know, Tyrod Taylor, when they went back to Tyrod Taylor, they were at least serviceable Mm -hmm. versus Tommy DeVito. But, yeah, I I would put Arizona slightly ahead of them. Um, but Seattle
0: is the best of that group. Yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree with you, and I like that order. I agree with that order wholeheartedly. The Eagles lost to three of those teams. You, we, we said we, we said Seattle yeah. was better, yeah. So you know we'll roll with that. But you, it's but just yeah,
2: it, 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 it doesn't. The Seattle game has nothing to do with the Tampa game. The Tampa game's got nothing to do with the Arizona game. You know, people acknowledge this as a week to week league. Yet the same people say, well. You lost to Seattle in week whatever. So, how can you beat Tampa Bay? Or you lost there. So, how could you beat yes. Tampa Bay? It has yes. nothing to do with it. I mean, you can go back to week three. I'll say the same thing. The Eagles dominated Tampa Bay. Maybe their best game of the season it has nothing to do with this game. Nothing. Um, this is not a series. This is not, you know, the NBA best of seven baseball the World Series, um, these are standalone games. And, and, you know, people should learn from the week-to-week nature of this league that there is no transit of property. There is no – and, in fact, you can go every year, and, and they do it every year, and go, Carolina won two games. I don't even remember who they beat, but they beat so-and-so. So-and-so beat so-and-so and you end up with the Super Bowl champions. There is no transit of property in the NFL. So what they did against Seattle means nothing when it comes to Tampa Bay. What they did last week in, against the New York Giants means nothing against Tampa Bay. You
0: bring up a good point, John, and you, you every time you say that, you're calling me out on the carpet because I am one of those people who says this is a week-to-week league, right? I'm, I am one of those people. But I'm also one of those people who acknowledge that this team has struggled against A, B, and C. How can I expect them to do well against D? Well, where a, B, and where C where C it
2: does matter is you don't want to you don't want to go into the playoffs struggling, and they are struggling. So it could have been against San Francisco, Dallas good teams, or against bad teams they lost to. You, you there is, you know, a human nature to it. You wanna have competence. Um you you certainly want to have some momentum going into the playoffs. The Eagles have none of this. So that part of it's real. But you know, as as Slay kind of pointed out, you know, maybe getting away from Philadelphia, getting away from the negativity, maybe that helps, you know, that that the just the the nature of the playoffs, the one and done aspect of the playoffs, if you can't get focused for that. You know, you're not going to be able to get focused at all. Well, the veteran, the veteran nature of this team, yeah. the experience of this team, these guys have played in the playoffs consistently now. Uh, the veterans, all of that, trends towards the Eagles' favor. Uh, but I'm concerned about the health aspect of it.
0: I am. Yeah, that's real. That's real. You know, um, the health aspect is definitely you know, it trumps everything else. But also. Although, you know, everything you're saying, very true, this team has has been beating themselves week after week after week. And you're right. What happens against the Seahawks and the Cardinals and all those other teams, they're independent opponents with different game plans, different A matchup, so on and so forth. All those things go into it. That's what makes this game, you know, beautiful, right? You know, there's consistencies and there's contradictions, and there's moments where contradictions are king. There are moments when consistency is king. So, like, it just seems like with this Philadelphia Eagles team right now, it hasn't really been about the opponent. It's been about what they haven't been able to do, and I and I think it goes back to your point about the expectations. And also, you had them winning 12 games; they won 11 by that by, by definition they've underachieved to your expectation by one game but still
2: yeah and Jody and and Jody has that you know when we play the win and the loss game which is kind of silly in april but you know we play it like everybody else but uh you know he's got this exercise where you pick what you think they're going to go and I pick 12 and 5 and then you have to say if you had to go one down or one up. Which way would you go? And that gives you a better indication of what you think the ceiling might be. And I went down. I went down mm. to 11. He went up to 13. I went down Um, for the same reason as has kind of manifested late. Lost the defensive coordinator. Lost five defensive starters. Now, at times, speaking to the week-to-week nature of the league, Starting with week three in Tampa Bay, they look pretty darn good defensively. Um out in Los Angeles with against the Rams, they look pretty darn good. The Jets, you know, they lost the game, but they look good defensively. Miami, they look good. At that right. point, you're know, you're talking October twenty second, they're six and one. And you know, because we do the show every weekday and, you know, Oh, decide better than Jonathan Gannon decides going to get head coaching interviews. <laughs> Jody would say, and you know, bang, um, uh, the, the attrition starts, uh, Washington commanders, which they struggle with Dallas Cowboys. And it's interesting. We now know they're eight and one, and this is Nick Sirianni's biggest mistake. They're eight and one going into the bye week. And that's where he first started thinking about making a change at defensive coordinator, which is astonishing to me. So I'll say it again for the people listening. Nick Sirianni's not getting fired. He's not getting fired. But for those who want him fired, it seems they're hyper-focused on the offense. If you want to make an argument... Make the argument on the other side, because in hindsight, making that move from Sean to side, not that Sean was doing a great job, but he's a young coordinator, first year here, second year overall, still learning on the job. Yeah, it wasn't pretty at times, but that's sort of how you get through these things. And we now know it was at that point also he took away third down autonomy, autonomy from him. So forget about 10 and three when they actually demoted him. This all started back when they were eight and one, that is an absurd panic move by the head coach.
0: Yeah. I would have and to I agree, think- especially knowing, especially knowing now that that's when um, the first domino fell for Sean DeSai. that is a panic move in my humble opinion. Um, and I, and I think, um, you know obviously in hindsight we you know we look at that move as a high well it was highly questionable even in the moment because of the timing and the execution of it but now your defense is, is essentially wh- playing worse and you' now you're, now you're yeah. asking them to learn new ter- new terminology or just new 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 places on the field and it's it's not a situation um that was optimal on top of that you fired him after he had after he ran through that gauntlet and had to go against uh um, Niners and Cowboys, and now Niners you just have to fire him. Then, oh, it was the Cowboys, and he didn't get fired, it, 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 he got promoted. Well, well, I'm sorry, not yeah, fired, and he will
2: be out the door, at of course, whenever the season ends. they could
0: have gave him a shot to bounce back against Seattle. And you and I talked about this, John. Oh, yeah, it, it, it was clearly, in, in my opinion, this is me playing this is me playing a the conspiracy theory role now. You know, this is independent of John, I believe that they waited until that week because they already started thinking about this at eight and one at this, at that point they were just now thinking about timing. I think they waited, they waited until the schedule got at its easiest point and then to shift to Matt Patricia to make it appear as if the decision would be a right one. And in reality that hasn't been the case.
2: Yeah. Well, it's funny because I, I mentioned the same thing at the time, not the conspiracy part of it, but the, the part that I said, you know, the Eagles defense was going to get better over the final four games of the season. It was baked in because of the opponents. Well, it didn't get better. <laughs> it did in Seattle. They were okay until the end of the game. But, I mean, the Giants, and, and it was good in the first half against the Giants, but that's because of Tommy DeVito. As soon as Tyrod Taylor came in, they couldn't stop him. Um, um, and you say you know Tyrod's a legitimate NFL quarterback uh Tommy isn't to be a blunt um and Arizona obviously has a very good quarterback and then you had uh Taylor again and they couldn't stop him again um and while Taylor's a legitimate NFL quarterback he's not a legitimate starting NFL quarterback he might be maybe back end if you're t- if you're Listing the 32 best quarterbacks in the world.
0: He might back in starter, definitely top tier number two.
2: Yeah, exactly. He might, he might squeak into the top 32, but he's not going to be, you know, he's not a great quarterback and they somehow got worse. And I think it's
0: because of, and by the way, it's not fair to Matt Patricia either. Right. I said, I said the exact same thing earlier on, uh, I think it was on sports take or the national football show with Dan Silio. Um, I think I was talking to either Rob or Silio and I said this, thing. I said, look, it's, it's, it's terrible on both sides, right? You put this defense in a situation, um, in, in a, a lose-lose situation. You put the the new pseudo-coordinator in a lose-lose situation. What change did you really think was going to happen over the course of four weeks? Yeah, that was a bad
2: decision by Nick Sirianni, and I, I'm pretty amazed that when well, – well, I'm pretty amazed that people are calling for his firing, but I'm also amazed that if you are calling for his firing – you know, at least focus on the right thing, because that was a bad decision by the head coach. Um, The offense, and and again, that's about expectations. They still finished number eight overall. Now people want him to be better, and I get that, but that's still not bad.
0: Um, You said he panicked, making that move from the side to Patricia. Um, How much does that – how much – how much do you put on that? Um, how much of it do you put on his inexperience at the position, and also the inexperience of you know facing um, adversity when you're dealing with um, a Super Bowl of a roster like this? You're talking from Nick's perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From this perspective, you know, making that move from Desai to Patricia. How much does how much of that do you put on his inexperience at the head coaching level?
2: Um, I mean, he's been around long enough to understand. Um, And he probably does understand now it was a mistake. Um,
0: I mean, we all defined it as a panic move.
2: I think, you know, he talks a good game about not listening to outside noise, but he's admitted at times you do hear it. Um, And I think the expectations weighed on this team. You know, the talk about being 10 and 1 and being miserable, not enjoying wins, not having any fun. I think that was real. Um, and I think the assumption was, and again, proven by the fact he was thinking about it, 8, eight and 1 during the bye week. I think those expectations seeped in and. It's like we gotta win, we gotta win. We're not gonna keep winning if we keep playing like this. That that's the thing about the NFL, and I, I'm I'm a perfect example of that today. When I left the air at ten this morning, I was pretty confident the Eagles were gonna beat um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then I got down to practice and I saw what was going on in practice, and I'm not as confident. That's the thing. You don't have this in other sports because in, in basketball, well, if you play Wednesday, you know, you might be back out there on Friday. You don't got time to stew in it. In baseball, you're back out there the next day. You don't got time to stew in it. Mm-hmm. Football's paralysis by analysis, man. You think about everything. Why do you think about everything? Because you have too much damn time to think about mm-hmm. everything. And that's why Nick Siriani's doing the bye week self scouting eight and one. Oh, we gotta we we gotta take the third down autonomy away from the defensive coordinator. You're eight and one. You're eight and one. I don't care. You don't do anything.
0: You know, but hey. You know, you 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 bring up you bring up good points, John. Um and we can end it on this note, you know, uh this team some some argue this was looming and it was only a matter of time some say just bad timing fatigue injuries they'll get back on track they'll flip the switch we'll never know we won't know until monday um but overall john i appreciate you always taking the time out on um, for the show man Um, uh, make sure you guys uh smash that like button make sure you guys continue to stay engaged to all the content on jacob sports make sure you're subscribed to the jacob sports youtube channel you can check john out not just here on football 24 7 but you can also check him out monday through friday at 8 a.m eastern time with his partner in crime jody mcdonald on burge 365 giving you all the information all the latest details about your philadelphia eagles so keep it locked you guys were locked in on football 24 7 with john McMullen, and i've been your host tone the shows the second and we'll see you next time take care you guys